Are you ready to head down the path to an abundant retirement? We're tackling the topics of the mind of the modern retiree. Here on Navigating an Abundant Retirement Radio. And now your host, Carol Dewey. Welcome back to Navigating an Abundant Retirement Radio. I am your host, Carol Dewey, and this week we're going to find out why I'm so fired up, how to repair bear market damage, and deal with market risk. As I mentioned, I'm fired up. I'm frustrated and concerned even. Two nights in a row where I barely slept because, candidly, I'm worried. The way the government treats money is far too reckless, and the way people handle money is far too risky. It is a lethal combination. Money is an extension of people's energy, their stored value, and it's being devalued in so many ways. With government spending skyrocketing over the last few decades and especially the last few years, it is inevitable to see a rise in taxes. Some of the government spending is essential, valuable, and serves us. Other spending is more cronyism, where it benefits the few wealthy people at the expense of its citizens. The government can go into debt or they can tax us to generate revenue. Well, they do both. Tax is the fuel for the government spending, and I suppose for paying off the debt. However, with over $30 trillion, not so sure how they're going to pay it off. Saving tax used to be a smart strategy, you know, a good thing to do. But in the current political climate, both sides are addicted to spending. In economic climate, markets down, inflation up, it has become critical, even essential, to tackle your finances and taxes. I am sure you've heard there are more agents being hired by the IRS tens of thousands. And recently, the IRS employment contract asked if they were willing to use force or trained with weapons. Now, that has recently been removed, but what the heck, right? And what frustrates and motivates me is that most people can legally and ethically save money on tax, which can help battle inflation, give needed funds for hiring and building processes and infrastructure, provide for their families and reduce money stress the number one reason listed for divorce, and focus on solutions. But due to misinformation, complication, and feeling too busy, people are stuck in a place they don't know what to do or where to start, so they tip the government. You see why I'm so passionate and motivated and feel such a desire to help? I figured it makes sense to take a quick break here and point out where this passion resides, and then I'll get to what I'm doing about this, and some of the solutions really don't require you to pay a penny. And it isn't just income tax and government spending that has me fired up. It's also the printing of money that creates a double stealth tax, inflation. Inflation, everybody has felt and witnessed it of late. Inflation is stealthy in that it isn't collected like tax, but instead felt through purchases and a loss of purchasing power. Watering down of the soup, if you will. Your same dollars doing less, being worth less, and due to inflation, you are having to earn more to maintain your lifestyle, which in turn increases your tax rate. Pretty sneaky, right? right? Less purchasing power and more tax, the double stealth tax I mentioned before. You have to earn more money to buy the same things, but earning more means paying more in taxes. Unless, of course, you get very clear on your finances, especially your tax strategy. A CPA alone cannot solve this. They aren't trained for all the strategy and possibility that is out there. They are part of the solution. That is, unless they are merely a historian telling you what you owe. But the full solution requires collaboration. Retirement planners default to delaying tax, which is not the same as saving tax. And that's very dangerous as well. Without the right information, strategy team, or collaboration, most people make the mistake of letting the tax tail wag the dog, meaning they do things for tax deductions they wouldn't otherwise do, and it confiscates and destroys wealth. Buying a depreciating asset or spending money to get a deduction means you spend a dollar to save around 35 cents, effectively losing 65 cents in the process. 
unless you learn about tax arbitrage. Focus on tax credits instead of tax deductions and reclassify your income if you can in one of four ways. You could go from active to passive, which would save up to 15.3%, ordinary income to capital gains, potentially cutting your tax bill in half, tax-free, especially if you're charitably inclined or selling a business, tax arbitrage, where you spend a dollar but get more than a dollar back in tax credit. And for those naysayers, the people listening to this that buy into the narrative that think the rich don't pay any tax, realize in my surveys in 25 years in finance, nine out of 10 small businesses pay too much in tax due to a lack of knowledge, a complicated tax code, and being so overwhelmed trying to make ends meet. And even though small businesses employ more people than big businesses, Small businesses don't have a lobbyist in D.C. They aren't contributing millions or more to campaigns in return for favors. They are simply working, hiring, and trying to make it all work while paying more than their fair share. And when we help these businesses reduce the overpayment of income tax, they hire employees, provide services to the public, and add more value to the economy. It actually helps everyone because of the velocity of money. I'm going to talk more on that later. But in case that you worry that paying less income tax means people don't pay tax, Let's do a quick rundown. Income tax is only one of the many taxes. There are property taxes, excise taxes like gas tax and including the tax on alcohol, tobacco, and marijuana, often referred to as sin tax. Sure, you can forget about your troubles, but you have to pay more to do so. There's sales tax, FICA payroll tax, that's your Medicare, Social Security, and insurance tax. There's estate tax, state income tax, capital gains tax, travel tax, a VAT tax, that happens when you're traveling to Europe or Michigan, and I'm sure we could think of some more. A part of the solution to our money problems is the velocity of money, aka V2. This comes with efficiency, keeping more of what you make without cutting back, and ultimately adding value through serving others and solving problems, creating profit and production. Less tax, more production. More money to improve businesses, products, and services. Not the giant businesses that use the government to change laws that only favor that business or fund a congressman or campaign, but the people that are the backbone of our economy and value creation. The real essential businesses. This is not the time to do nothing or watch the news and become afraid. In fear, we lose our freedom and our ability to provide. It is time to look for solutions to help those that consistently provide and create. One major crisis retirees face is severe stock market downturns like those we saw in 2008 and 2009, and frankly, what we are experiencing this year. These losses may seem nothing short of debilitating, but there is a way around them. Let's say you and your spouse are a 75-year-old couple. Over the past years, you have done wonderfully in the market. Your account rose from 200000 to 400000 to 600000 but then almost overnight, your account dropped back down to 400000 You got on the phone, called your broker, and uttered those famous words, get me out. It now doesn't matter what anyone advises you. You refuse to leave any more funds in the market. So in your mind, the next logical step is to take the $400,000 to the bank, which kindly offers you a 1% annual return. That's only $4,000 per year in income. You're depressed and you're disappointed. This money was supposed to help you and your spouse in retirement. You had even planned to leave some of it to your kids. It looks like the end of the road. But it is not. A rather simple strategy could save your retirement after all. Here's what I would advise in a market loss situation such as this one. Keep about $100,000 liquid in case of emergency or financial need, and then use the other $300,000 to buy a joint lifetime income annuity that will ensure you and your spouse a paycheck for the rest of your lives. What's the bonus, you're wondering? The annuity will pay you almost six times what the bank's CD will. 
If one of you lives to age 100, it will even pay you all the money back that you had at the top of the market. And if you don't think you will live to 100, you can still guarantee the return of your initial 600000 Instead, you can put the $400,000 into a joint lifetime income annuity with 30-year certain payment period. You may be pleasantly surprised by the guaranteed payments on the 30-year certain plan. While the annual payments are slightly lower, roughly $22,000 a year, over the 30-year period, the payments will amount to $657,256, even more than you had at the top of the market. It is guaranteed for your life, your spouse's life, and it goes to your kids if you and your spouse died prior to living 30 years. Things look brighter now, right? You have solved your market crisis and left $100,000 in the bank for extra liquidity. But you still can't help but feel that the bank's interest rates on your $100,000 investment are a little too low, even for such readily available money. If CDs and savings accounts simply do not cut it for you, there are some other options to consider. An alternative to a bank savings product is the inflation index bond. Inflation index bonds are designed to protect against the inflation that causes the depreciation of assets. In the United States, they are called Treasury Inflation Protected Securities, or TIPS, as they are issued exclusively by the U.S. Treasury. You're probably wondering what is the primary benefit of TIPS. Their principle adjusts according to the Consumer Price Index, or CPI, the nation's standard measure of inflation. This works out nicely for times of great inflation because the principle in an inflation-protected security rises as the CPI rises. But some people do not believe that the CPI is a true measure of inflation since it does not count food or energy, and the method of calculating the CPI has been changed by the government more than once. So keep that in mind when comparing tips against other inflation hedges like gold, silver, other commodities, and real estate. Another option right now is a fixed annuity, which is paying far more in interest than a bank and a great CD alternative. Another alternative, especially for those who feel like they have too much rotting in liquid reserves, would be to buy a fixed period immediate income annuity. These are not for life. Instead, they generate guaranteed income over a shorter fixed period of time, such is five or 10 years. Investing a chunk of your reserves into one of these could set you up with quite the play check and absolutely a better payout rate than whatever the bank offers on CDs when you consider the interest earned and return a premium. While these don't come with FDIC insurance and are not as liquid as CDs, it is a short-term commitment for a smaller portion of money, a smart way to increase your payout without totally eliminating liquidity and future investment possibilities. Remember, though, that the entire amount that went into the fixed period annuity gets paid out with no principal remaining. A lifetime income annuity is also a great alternative to a low-yielding CD. CDs were not made for income. That is what the lifetime income annuities were made for. I know many among you feel uneasy about ceding the liquidity of your money to whichever institution manages your IRA or annuity. Having complete control over one's money, however, does not generate nearly as much income in the end. In general, the retirees who run out of money are exactly those who wanted to be in control and keep all or as much of their money liquid. Remember, liquidity is not a one-time event. It is a lifetime event. By covering your basic expenses with guaranteed income, you increase your liquidity over your lifetime. By giving up control of some of your money, you gain control over many of the risks in retirement, such as longevity risk, deflation risk, market risk, withdrawal rate risk, and order of returns risk. These are all risks that you cannot manage when you are trying to control your principal by keeping it in liquid assets. You may very well earn more over time and maintain more liquidity of your other assets too. 
Too many people have a false sense of liquidity. They keep their money in bonds or CDs and use the interest for income. Simultaneously, they count the principal in these accounts as liquid. Yet if they liquidate this money, they would lose their income because there would be no more interest to collect. This common double counting of assets is a myth that puts many seniors at risk of running out of money. So far, I've really only skimmed the surface regarding the use of annuities as a risk management strategy. It is important to consider how they can help you limit market risk during these turbulent times. Dealing with market volatility and its impact on your retirement assets has been extremely difficult given the wild market durations of recent. In general, there are three things a good financial advisor can do for you to help you tolerate market risk. One, they can help you manage risk. Two, they can help you put a floor under market risk. And three, they can help you eliminate market risk altogether. In summary, annuities are simply a risk management tool. Annuities are not bad, but there are bad annuities. When it comes to market risk, manage it, put a floor under it, or eliminate it. I invite you to get the answers you need about your financial plan in one of our exploratory meetings. To receive the benefits of a valuable fiduciary second opinion, a net retirement income analysis, a social security maximization report, a blueprint of your current portfolio, a tax consultation through the four stages of retirement, or even an estate planning review. Schedule your consultation now. There's no obligation. That's all I've got planned for you this week. Until next time, remember that navigating your abundant retirement starts today. I'd like to encourage you to continue our journey of enlightenment and education by subscribing to our podcast and downloading the show. See you next week. You should consult a financial advisor familiar with the specific circumstances of your unique financial situation before making any financial decisions. Nothing in this broadcast constitutes as a solicitation for the sale or purchase of any securities. Any mentioned rates of returns are historical or hypothetical in nature and are not a guarantee of future returns. Carol Dewey is an investment advisor representative of Perpetual Wealth Financial, a Florida-registered investment advisor firm. 